0: Welcome to Off the Bench with Danny Connell, Danny
1: Back to throw versus down
0: tight end and Rajah Bell. Bell has Twenty
2: two for Rajah. It's all the future of football right before your eyes. Just yell it out, man. He can't guard me.
0: What's going on? Welcome to Off the Bench, Danny Cannell Rajah Bell. Wednesday morning it is Hump Day. We are here. To lift you up, to lift your spirits up, right? Yes, That's what I, we do. I need
2: like something to lift my bags up,
0: <laughs> right? Sorry. I'm getting them pretty bad too. Um, we're gonna get to some NBA talk a little yeah. bit later in the show. I want to do that. We'll get a little bit into the Yankees Red Sox, which was this fierce rivalry, kind of ended with a whimper. Especially if you're a Yankees fan like I am. Before we get to our top ten, bottom five, have you ever thought about how much, or have you noticed in your family because you have four kids, mm-hmm. and I have three, how the third kid and probably the fourth kid's probably too young for your daughter, but They kind of get screwed over in a lot of areas. Oh, yeah. So the reason I bring it up is because my youngest is six – and she just starting to lose teeth, right? Right. And so when our first daughter lost teeth, it was like a huge deal. We had like this special thing made up for where she put her teeth. Yep. I'd write a personalized note from yeah, the tooth fairy. Right.
2: Like all this different stuff. Celebratory stuff. stuff. Oh, last night,
0: last night, like literally before it's like 9.30, o'clock, so I'm getting late, my daughter had lost a tooth at school. So she brings it home. She's fired up. Tooth fairy's coming. We're like getting into bed. <laughs> I was like, ah. Shoot. Right? Yeah. Do you get anything? Like, do you have any cash on you? I'm like, uh, uh-uh. um, like I don't have, it. it's in my car outside <laughs> and I only had a 20. I'm like, I'm not giving her 20
2: bucks. Oh, a candy bar. So,
0: like I had there. to go, like I end up digging through the closet. And grabbing like 87 cents, mm. three quarters of dime and two pennies, mm. sticking them in the little bag and being like, all right, here we go.
2: What's the going? Yeah. I mean, well, our third kid, like they're not nearly as many pictures. Right. Like he tags along to everybody's sporting events and they're very little for him. Like we're right. trying to make an effort to get him involved in more stuff. Uh, what's the going rate for a tooth though in your house? What's, it?
0: uh, I think it would be five bucks. Yeah. I think that would all be right. the going rate. That's would about, be five that's bucks. about where we're at. Yeah. yeah. That, that, but that was for the older ones. Now it's just like so whatever. Seven cents. Just laying around. In the closet, so she gets something. It's better than anything, I guess. And maybe it'll make her hungrier. Like she'll be had the most drive because yeah. she is getting over. Always like looking for stuff. attention. Yeah, yeah. want we'll to see how that works out. Uh, or she'll be like this rebellious kid. <laughs> it's like you guys don't like me, but it's not true. We love you, Brady. All right, let's get SmenFL. My top ten. Yeah, I don't think that you saw much change, which I think means I'm right on them a lot of times uh. in my top ten because you've been hating on them. You don't yeah. like my Vikings. Nobody likes my Vikings. I- they go on the road, they get the big win, they stay at force. So my top 4 are exactly the same as they were last week.
2: How can you 2 2 and 1 2? All right, so the Patriots I believe to be too high, although I do think they're trending in the right direction. The Vikings, I mean, I just don't see how they've proven enough to be at number 4, I guess. That's- so,
0: here's where I would say cuz I think they're one loss against the Bills, right? ugly, it's inexcusable. I kind of give him a pass for that. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. All right, I just give him a pass for that. I'm like, all right, that was one of those rough losses. Josh Allen comes in there, runs all over him. The other loss was against the Rams, who are the, the best team in the NFL. I think most people think that that's the case. They're the best offensively. Their defense is better than the Chiefs. Um, so ex- they went toe-to-toe with the Rams on Thursday Night Football. The whole country got to watch. They only lost by a touchdown. So, to me, they're not that far removed from where the Rams are. You've
2: excused the two losses. <laughs>
0: what about the I tie? Excused what, them. What you, you the tie just, was against Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's okay. the that's best quarterback <laughs> so in the game So, the tie was like – and that's their division rivalry. So, I think that's a pretty good spot for them to be.
2: I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying you got the Saints, the Bengals, um, and the Bears. And I'd even throw – I'd even throw the Carolina Panthers in there, all yeah. at three or four and one. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, you might, at the end of the day, yours might be correct, like when it all sorts itself out at right. the end of the season, but I just think body of work right now.
0: I, that's fine. That's totally fine. I think what's interesting when you break these down is that, and once I got past the first four, cause I'm kind of stuck on those, um, because they're, they're my squads, and right. They keep, they they all won this past week, so I left them there. Except the Eagles. even. Eagles. Even when you go in there, right, no, no, I dropped the Eagles out. <laughs> the, the, are they went and
2: won? Yeah, the, the Vikings beat the Eagles. No, me. but the Eagles were—they're at nine for they're you.
0: They're at nine. They're still—they lost, <laughs> but they went toe to toe with the Vikings, <laughs> who are really good. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so here's here's what I thought was interesting because I was really—I you know, did try to do a little research on this segment here. So I was looking through them, and right. there wasn't that much difference once you get outside. Really, the Chiefs and the Rams, because I think they are separate. They are both have really good offenses. The Chiefs are bad defensively. Um, but they actually played better against yeah. the Jaguars, but that's Blake Bortles. So it's like, all right, you should play better Throwing against balls them. off helmets. But once you start getting past them, the Patriots have the pedigree, right? But they've looked vulnerable this year. So even the Patriots, you could say, they looked susceptible to getting beat this year. Sure. You could make a strong case. Once you get past the first two or three... Like, I could tell you, I could say, hey, the Bengals, they're 4-1. and one. They've actually been playing great behind Andy Dalton. Like, I can make a case for them to be over the Vikings. Yeah. Same with the Panthers. Cam Newton is thriving um, with this new offensive system in, in North Turner, and Christian McCaffrey's having an all-pro type season. I can make a case for them to be higher. The Bears, who nobody thought would be in this position, are playing great. They had a bye week this past week, but Mitch Trubisky's looking good, and that defense looks like all of a sudden they could be, you know, pulling off the 85 Bears. Like, they they look sure. like they could be that dominant. I think that's the thing that kind of jumps out to me is there are these two teams at the top, and then there's a whole bunch of teams that you can make a really strong case for. And even outside of this top 10, which is exactly why I think the NFL is so entertaining because there's so much parity week to week. You never know who's going to win. And your team, can and baseball, when the baseball season unfolded, Within, like, the first month of the season, it was like, oh, these teams are going to be bad. They have no chance at the playoffs. Right. You go all the way down the list, and it, aside from your bottom, your bell bottoms, uh-huh. a lot of teams that are still in there, they're two and two or two and three, like, around there, even one and four teams still feel like they have a chance to make the playoffs, even though they probably
2: don't. Right. There's a lot of parity. Well, the parity combined with, like, the league's, you know, effort to increase scoring, you know, which they've been undertaking the last couple years, I think has. It's been a really entertaining first, what would you call it, quarter of a season or first, you know. Um, and I, I would tend to agree with you that the Rams and the Chiefs seem to be the cream of the crop, right? Like, they, they are the ones that um, seem to have it figured out. And whether they don't have it figured out on both sides of the ball, like the the Rams, I think a little bit more so than the Chiefs. The Chiefs gave you a, a, a sample last week of what they could do defensively. In that next tier of teams, like, you know, I was kind of I for me, the Vikings, just from body of work, like, I, I wouldn't have a in it, but I could put him in it because I know what they're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. But the one that I trust the most, and even though they haven't played the greatest so far, is going to be Patriots. Yeah, Because that's, again, that's a year in and year out thing. That's not like they figure it out no matter who's on the roster, no matter what they're plugging in into different positions. At the end of the season, they wind up being a viable product. And I can't say that like every year for all the rest of these teams, right? Mm-hmm. So
0: For sure. So when you look at them, too, for me, what starts to separate, all right, who's going to be able to do it over the long term? Because there's a couple teams, even in my top ten, the Bengals are a good example. Because the Bengals have been a surprise this year. They're sitting atop their division uh, in the AFC North at 4-1. and one. Andy Dalton's been on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I trust him over the course of a 16-game schedule. Like, he's done this before where he's come out, he's come out strong, and you're like, hey, could this be the year he breaks out? And then he kind of comes back to that normal sort of good quarterback but not great quarterback. Right. So that's like that's where he's one I don't trust. I had the Jaguars in there last week to drop them out because I definitely don't trust Blake Bortles. Um, But like Mitch Trubisky and the Bears, like they're a team that I think they're good. I think their defense is awesome. I think Mitch Trubisky has taken this next step with Matt Nagy, their head coach. Yeah, he looks, but he's still only a second-year quarterback. Where I feel like. That bad game could still be in there. It's like still, it's still in. i kind of like Blake Bortles just had his four interception game, and it's not that I'm saying Mr. Trubisky is the same as Blake Bortles. It's just the trust level's not there yet because we haven't seen it too much over time.
2: Well, the, I think that's prudent, right? Like you want to make you, Andy Dalton has a track record to your point of of letting you down at times or coming out of the gate hot and then slowing down, and so it's it's just like you you burn you know once burn twice a fool is that the saying or something like yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like you you have to what is it?
0: fool me once F- shame that's a whole different one. <laughs> oh, it is
2: fool me once shame <laughs> on you fool me twice shame on me that's all, the it. other one is like anyway um no I think that's the way look in terms of the Bears you like we had a conversation I don't know, a few weeks ago about Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. um look he's a 70 percent completion percentage right now ATD's three picks um and they're protecting him with the run game and how they're running the ball um I couldn't even tell you who their running back is but when I looked at their stats in terms of teams that are committed to the run, they're right there one, two, or three. Like I believe they were number two. So they're committed to having some balance. And their defense is is really good. They are they're second in the league in opponents' points per game, second in the league in opponents yards per game, um, ninth in opponents pass yards per game, first in opponents rush yards per game. So he doesn't have to be like Tom Brady or Aaron right. Rodgers or Drew Brees. He's just gotta be a, a, a caretaker until he develops into that potentially one day. So I buy the Bears plus their schedule coming up with the Dolphins. Cake. Right. Patriots who like, you know, we're, you don't know what you're going to get from week to week. The Bills and the Jets. So, I mean, they could theoretically be sitting there at what? Seven and one? Eas- well, I don't know about that. I would say probably six and two is realistic. You know, th- well, I mean, if you, if you got, if you got through the, the Patriots yes. potentially, I mean, do you trust the, the Bills, Jets and Dolphins? Uh, no, not at all. Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen
0: toting the rock for, uh, for the Bears. The thing that you said that makes me a little bit nervous about him, and I totally agree with you, is that they're not asking Mr. Bischke to do a ton, right? They're not asking him to go out there and throw for 350 yards a game. Their defense is that good. At some point, they're going to have a game where they're going to have to because it's just today's NFL. There's right. going to be a team that figures out their defense. They to get some big plays, and that's the spot that I don't know if I trust them in. The question is, and this is what gets interesting: is are they the best team in their division? I don't think so. I think they're act they they might actually end up finishing that way. But I still look at my Vikings. That's my squad. <laughs> my I think Vikings. I think they're it I think they're be the done. best team in that division. And they but they might be better than the Packers because at some point you have to look at the Packers and say, all right, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the it game. might be, but there is okay.
2: So he is. So you think the, he is? No, no, no. I mean, they are better than the Packers. Oh, yeah. so across the board. They're yes. better. I mean, not at the quarterback position, but in right. terms of your team. Their yeah, defense I, I'm, is head and shoulders. Yeah.
0: What I was going to say is that a lot of people say, well, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to work his magic. At some point, you got to start saying, all right, he looks like he's playing hurt. He's complaining. There's dissension between him and Mike McCarthy, and there's going to have a result that you're going to see on the field. Right. And I think that's what you're seeing to unfold. Uh, how about the Browns, though? The Browns showed up on my list. And when I looked at it so here's the thing that's interesting at the Browns is they and I hate these stupid records where they're uh you know they have the tie in there right. so they are at 2-2 two, two, and 1 right that's the record 2-2 two, two, and 1 just making sure 2-2 two, two, and 1 they could easily be 5 and 0 the thing that's crazy about it they could also be 0 and 5 like cuz right. I think that's it's whatever way you want to spin the conversation so you say, hey they're doing a great job they could be 5 and 0 I'm not willing to go that far because I think they are 2-2-1-1 is what they are. Like they've, they've been able to squeak out some games close. They had the tie against the Steelers where they came back and then they've had some other games where they couldn't fit it. The New Orleans Saints game was a good one. They were there. They were tight. And then they ended up losing. I think the Saints are a better team, but I think this has been a team that I think on the field, on paper, said this coming into the season and people said I was nuts can make the playoffs. I think they're that good.
2: I think they're, they're good too. And I choose to believe that they're, the team that could be five and zero, although they could also be zero and five. I just, we
0: speak I think they and say they could be four and one. Yeah, like no, know, but like, they, they like
2: a really good team. The, the eye test for me, they look, they look like they have. Um, defensively, they have some things figured out. Uh, they found the guy, Baker Mayfield, and I believe Baker to be the guy that if you get in one of those situations that you alluded to with Mitchell Trubisky, where, you know, they, they, they hung some points on you and you gotta ride a guy and he's gotta get hot. I, I think that Baker has the capabilities and just the, the general, like, personality to be able to pull that off. Um, but if you're the Browns, you're playing with house money right now. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. you know, you're out there. Uh, first of all, I love the level of competitiveness, and people would be like, "Well, you know, pro sports, everybody competes." Eh, no, nah, there are different levels of, of of competition and just pure overall grit in terms of a team, and they've got a high level of that. Anytime you find yourself in games like that over and over again, like you're fighting tooth and nail for survival, which I appreciate. Um, and and then there's a level of freedom that comes along with having been zero and sixteen. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And and just saying, hey, look, we we gotta win, we gotta tie.
0: They've, they're have already better. Like they look at the season, we've, and they're like, hey, it's we're a not, win. win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've already went. <laughs> what do you double your win? Yeah. I <laughs> I don't know how what you do time zero, to do. <laughs> but you have already done way better than your last season. And the thing you mentioned about it, like trusting Baker in those positions, he's already done it a couple of times against the Raiders. They went to overtime. He had to put up a lot of right. numbers, so he did. And even though the uh the last game they won against the Ravens, the Ravens are one of the better teams defensively he still threw for three hundred and forty two games or 3, thirty two hundred thirty three hundred and forty two yards like <laughs> finally got it in that game he didn't have the huge touchdown interception line, but when the game was on the line and they were put in some bad spots in that overtime drive, yeah figures out a way, finds a way to make a play, just keep the chains moving, puts him down in a position to win, and they do so i th- I think he absolutely has that type of uh that type of mojo about him. And I think that the team is starting to recognize it. There's something about when you believe in your quarterback, even on the defensive side, yeah. you fight harder, you believe, you start saying, Hey, all we got to do is get a stop. If we can get it back in his hands. We have a chance. I think that's what they're feeling.
2: Um, so I heard an argument the other day about these, like these first year quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy is not a Baker like supporter, but his theory was that Baker essentially Um, had double the game experience of any of the, the other guys because of how much he got to play in college. Right. And that his ceiling wouldn't necessarily be as high as those guys, but he should look better than them right now because he's got that much more experience. Do, do that you sounds think- like an
0: NBA argument because I've heard that a lot where they don't like drafting guys who have been there three or four years in college because they're like, Hey, you already know what the ceiling is. Like the, kind of the similar argument. Right. I don't believe in that because I, I think he, there is truth in the fact that he has played because he started a different system at Texas Tech. Then he goes to Oklahoma, plays in another system, thrives in that one. Even though it was pretty similar, he's seen a lot of football. He's seen a lot of defenses. But it's just its so different because you're seeing so much more complex defenses. Your offensive playbook is way more complex than it was anything you saw in college. So all of them have a ton on their shoulders. But it's no surprise to me, and this is the thing with Deshaun Watson when we looked at him, it's, why, why are people shocked that the best quarterback in the college game translates into the best college, the best quarterback Shocker. of this class in the NFL? Shocker. I think way too, much, too many times scouts overthink it. They want to try to find the diamond in the rough. They want to find the potential for the higher upside. Right. Instead of sitting, looking at what's sitting right in front of them saying, oh, this guy's pretty good. Yeah. Let's just go with him. Uh, I was right, maybe, on the Browns making the playoffs they look better than I think a lot of people thought they were. I was completely wrong. On them, cause I was all upset. They had the four, they picked, took Baker overall, number one. Then at the fourth pick, they're sitting there. Bradley Chubb was on the board, defensive stud from NC State. And I'm thinking, that's their pick. That's their pick. And I was like, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? They picked Denzel Ward out of Ohio State. I'm like, oh man, would this better be? They have nailed it. Cause He's he a ball. He has been a playmaker. He's been a ball hawk. He's got three interceptions, uh, six pass defense uh def- passes defended he's been on fire for them so good for them for making that move and passing up on that one
2: uh, but i mean like so this happens sometimes in the draft right like you yeah he's fantastic but if you had plugged in Chubb right. on the oh, other Dr. side of, of, of you i mean you could be singing the same tune you know <laughs> right. what i mean but it I, it worked out right it's worked out yeah. and they probably and if, you know hopefully they oh, both of them have
0: huge sure. years but sure. it's what they needed for their fit uh your bottom 5 no real surprises raiders giants falcons Cardinals, 49ers, all one and four, Gosh. all some of the worst teams. You you mentioned about the, when teams don't start trying hard. Yeah, that's what I think your biggest concern if you're a fan of any one of these teams. Once you get to that point where you kind of know, like your coaches will say, Hey, we still have a yep. chance. Our division, like the Giants, they're in the NFC East, bad division. Nobody's really uh, shining. You got the Eagles defending champs. They're probably the favorite right now. The Cowboys have not looked good. The Redskins haven't looked good. So I'm sure Pat Shermer's in there saying, Hey, we still have a chance. We can come back. Everybody, you better, that's because you have to have them to cling to that. Cause once they give up on that, it starts becoming work. And then they show up just to get a paycheck, they start going through the motions, and that's when your team falls
2: apart. Yeah, I, uh, See, this is a tough list because, you know, if you have a strong personality at the helm, like, like the Falcons have some, 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 you know, Matt Ryan's, Julio Jones, like you've got people there, um that probably aren't gonna let that happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I look at the 49ers and I worry. Right, you know what I mean? Right. I look Jimmy at Garoppolo goes down. Uh, there yeah, go. I worry. Yeah. Right, uh, the Cardinals. That's why I would worry the
0: most. If you have a franchise quarterback go down, the Cardinals, I think there is some concern, but at least you have a rookie so You have a rookie. Hey, yeah, you got Larry Fitzgerald? Josh like you're like you're not, you know, you have a nice but, mixture. A seasoned vet who's a total pro. Like, yeah. you're not going to quit on anybody? I think you have some faith in that there. But for like the Giants, I'm worried about because you got Odell out there yapping. How is that in playing <laughs> out in the locker room? You got Eli. He's not a good old. teammate
2: it's no, not. not like I've defended him a lot, like and I've defended you no know, his play and whether he warranted you know amount of money or or you know I I still think that he's that kind of player, but man he's a really poopy teammate.
0: Seriously, like, he really is. I, so a, here's the thing about his comments. He last week when I read them and they only put out some excerpts, I was like, you know what, he's calling out their emotional effort. I'm okay with that publicly, right? He called out the play calling a little bit and he said, you know, we just kind of need to take more risk down the field. I was like, all right, okay. I can defend that. But when he comes out there and Lil Wayne's sitting next to him, and he's throwing his his quarterback under the bus, that's where it gets personal to me. When you start throwing your quarterback under the bench, you better not do it on this show. I gotta, no, I gotta
2: carry him. All I gotta time. work with this guy every day. <laughs> that, that, yeah.
0: that is such a bad look, and yeah. I think that can undermine a whole locker room because guys start taking sides. It just it's so divisive, and it makes
2: Fat Shermer so terrible. unnecessary. Right? It's just not. Just don't do it. Hey, do you want to do an interview? No. Right? I don't. Joshina, what are you gonna ask me? Oh, no, no, I'm not right. answering that. No comment. Nope. No. Right. And he, instead, I think he likes
0: the attention. Because yeah. he's got the money makes, now. It's makes, not about the money. You can't make, complain about the that money. That makes you a poopy teammate. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, unfortunately, a lot of guys are like that. Wow. And you just have, that's the hardest part is trying to figure out which ones they are. So Odell, don't be a poopy teammate. <laughs> Alright, coming up, we gotta do some Warriors talk. Are they gonna three-peep? Raj is gonna give us his answer coming up next. Alright, welcome back. Let's do a little NBA, cause the, uh, the Golden State Warriors are a good team. In case you haven't heard, they're pretty good. They're, they're decent. Yeah, they're not bad. Uh, uh, how good are they? I haven't even seen this before, but they are, to, their odds to win for a three-peat, one to two odds to win the NBA title, four to thirteen odds to win the West. So, I'm a guy who likes to look for value would you find any value in anybody else or would you go ahead and take the Warriors as a lock? Like I think the Celtics wouldn't be a bad play. The East still looks pretty wide open. They should be the best team in there. And then once you get to the Warriors, maybe you can take them down in a seven series. But I still, like clearly the Warriors are the best team, but I'm looking for value. Do you see any value on this
2: board? Raptors. You do. Only not be just right, because the, it's the biggest the number. Yeah. But the value and because they could be sneaky. Good. Like, uh, they were already like buying for the top of the Eastern conference. And, you know you subtract Demar Derozan but you got a better player than Demar Derozan uh sure, sure. across the board offensively and defensively um and the east is wide open so if that chemistry experiment works out there yeah what could be their downfall uh gold state
0: yeah um just, the only thing i see, i think it, it, it's one of those things where and I look at this with Bama because they're so they're similar. Like the Bama's that good right. for their odds to win the championship. I think the only thing that brings them down is injury. Obviously, yeah. a key couple, probably two, is what you need for the, like anybody have a chance against the Warriors. But it's also inside inside the locker room. In, is there any dissension? Do guys start becoming worried about themselves more than the team? The thing is, I think at a college level, you could see it maybe happening more with a team this talented. I don't think it's going to have an impact. Yeah, you know, I, it is an issue.
2: They're so good. Like injury obviously is a huge deal. And while I think they could get away with it, like you lose Steph or somebody like that, if you lose Kevin Durant for any real, real, real time, I don't think they can lose. Which they both,
0: they've lost both of them the last two years for 10, 15 Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's right, ending.
2: Yes. Yeah, like it has to be for, gone. Um, there is one ball, um, and, and this, this has been like a very free flowing, um, let's have fun type of environment. And so I think that that type of environment you can bring Boogie into it and you won't miss a beat. I, I think the way they play the game, the way they play the game for each other, like culturally speaking, there's gonna be a buy in. I I think Boogie gets a bad rap. He's a fantastic player and I think some of the places he bit he's he's been, you know, they hang a lot of the dysfunction on him. The place is dysfunctional with or without him, it. so it's not really fair to hang it on him. So I think this will be culturally really good for him, and I don't foresee them having a problem uh, with chemistry. But you know, we talked about it with David Sampson yesterday. Trying to repeat is is tough. You're trying to threepeat; uh, it becomes exponentially tougher. Um, and they've been to the finals now. Just you're talking about sheer amount of games and time on the court. What will this be like the fifth year? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of basketball. I mean, you're talking about. I don't know, like a whole extra season, almost of basketball that they played. Uh, eventually there's gonna be somewhere in terror, It's gonna to start to take its toll, but I would imagine they three-peat this year.
0: I, I do too. I mean, I think that's be the obvious, the obvious way to go with this one. I do think it'll be interesting with Boogie Cousins, cause I've been out on him. Like, I look at him, I think he was a coach killer in Sacramento. Yep. I thought he was this, you know, that he couldn't work it out in New Orleans is one thing. Maybe that just wasn't a bad fit or whatever it was. But I wanna see, is he the guy, is he the guys that he's been where, if he's not getting the ball, does he pout? Right. Does he quit on his team? Does he not show the effort? Cause I can understand it at some point, but if you're on a team this I don't, is good, you don't have that
2: experience. And I don't know that you're going to get the truest litmus test of his personality this right, year. Right, cause everything's great. And there's because no you find and, out true people's character when there's adversity. Yeah, and he's coming off of a, a major, like, uh, Achilles injury. So like, he's got it to some degree like defer, right? Like he's not healthy. You're not going to be able to do the things that you could do before. You might round into form, but coming coming into camp, like you're not the same guy. So you're going to have to have a little bit more humility. But I do, again, think some of that was narrative that was driven by the media, driven by the organization to some degree about Boogie. Like there are a lot of guys that are fiery, testy, like – Beef with their teammates. Some of them we call the greatest players of all time. Like, right. you know what I mean? It's just right. about the spin that you put on that. And so.
0: Well, it's amazing how success winning
2: changes the perception of you as a person, as a player. Totally. Absolutely. Like Michael Jordan, I mean, I, look, I, I wouldn't play with Mike, but they said he fight his teammates in a heartbeat. Right. Punch people in the face. And like, there's no, you know what I mean, like Kobe. Kobe's same way, like yeah. Kobe, Kobe was get after look you. At Dwight Howard, look what he did to him when he ran like Dwight went and, like couldn't handle it, right? And Sacramento, like if I, Sacramento's a mess, they've been a mess. The coaches were a mess, like so. Yeah, Boogie wasn't great, but who, who, like who are you, Sacramento? Like so, I, I, I want to give Boogie the benefit of the doubt, and in terms of like New Orleans last year, I think that they did kind of have it figured out. That was always going to be a really tough thing to put the same player, Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins. Essentially, they both want to do the same thing uh, in the same lineup and figure out how to play the guy. It was going to take some time, and I thought they had kind of started to figure it out before he got hurt. But
0: I think what will be the biggest storyline is what is Kevin Durant going to do after this year? Sure, has I mean, his player option. he's because Steph Curry's locked up. He's the guy that's going to be there. Even Clay Thompson, uh, who has one year left, nineteen million. I'm curious to see. Can they t- keep it intact? Personally, I hope it gets broken up. Like, I hope KD... <laughs> because I think it'd be better. I think it'd be more entertaining for us to be able to sit here and say, maybe they don't have a chance. And I would actually love to see if Steph Curry could carry the team on his own, the way he was before. And I'd love to see Kevin Durant go somewhere where he had a chance to do it with another squad. With LeBron? Love to see. Like, I, I would. I'm, actually, I'd probably like him to go somewhere else. Because I'd love to see... Uh, because I want to see... The best players separated. Like I just think right it makes for more nah, entertainment. That's, value. that's
2: never going to be the case. No, because
0: they all they all go partner up. and say, hey, let's go do it together. Yeah,
2: I mean, look, if you had asked me, I don't know, four four or five years ago, could I see Kevin Durant leaving this situation? I would have told you no. But I would have been the same guy that would have told you there was no chance he was leaving Golden. I mean, uh, uh Oklahoma. And so I'll say the same thing. Like if Golden State wins a championship this year. You could see Kevin Durant bounce. It it opens the door for him to say, Hey, look, we've done everything we set out to do. Right. I'm leaving the same way I felt back then when they were asking about Kevin Durant leaving. I said, you know, I don't think he'll leave Oklahoma City, but if Golden State loses to the Cavs, if they lose, that's the one situation in which he could go to Golden State. So I kind of feel the same way. Like if they win this time, that could be his, his uh, exit. Right. We're good. I'm out. Although
0: I thought that was going to be the case with LeBron. Then they lost, and he bounced after the lose, the loss.
2: Who's that? LeBron. Yeah,
0: when he went back to Cleveland, yeah,
2: he's just different.
0: <laughs> right, and, Cle- and and Cleveland was just falling right, apart around him. Like perfect, he was, that was a perfect situation for yeah. him to go back home. He wanted sure. to go back and make amends for leaving them with the decision, uh for sure. Um, what What about LeBron's chances with them? Like, do you think this this could be a mini-rivalry? No. Wait, like, so what do you think? Because I think, I think it'll be similar to when every time they played the Thunder when it was KD versus Russell Westbrook. So a little bit more action, a little bit more energy. I think that'll be good. And Steve Kerr's probably looking forward, desperately saying, anything I can get to motivate my players. I think they'll get more energy in that game, but I just don't think LeBron has enough around him to, to make it interesting.
2: You know, I said no really quickly there because Golden State's really good. I think people are sleeping on what the Lakers could do. I, I do. I mean, first of all, LeBron is LeBron. But you, when you talk about people in a series or in a game like Golden State, where you know it's not going to be too big for them and they're not going to be just, you know, generally in awe of what's happening, you've got, uh, Rondo, certainly not afraid of anything, right? You've yep. got Lance Stevenson, who's just crazy enough to, to bring out his best game in situations like that. JaVale McGee, who's been on the stage. He's played with those guys. Um, You know, I I don't even – Michael Beasley, who, like, he (laughs) he might just be, like, bless your heart enough to know. Like, he doesn't – he's got people around him that are built for those type of games. Like, these are guys who um, aren't just role guys. Like, they're really, really good players. And then you got a bunch of young talent with legs. And and so if they could develop a little bit of depth and a little bit of chemistry – you could They could potentially I'm saying no now Because Golden State's A proven thing But I think by the end Of the season This team This team could be Challenging Golden State To some degree
0: I think too As as great as he is And as much as we Acknowledge, him, some acknowledge LeBron James Sometimes I think We actually don't Give him enough credit and what he could Possibly do If he can carry this team I think no one Will ever question again Right You know His capabilities And what he can do Red Sox now head on back to Boston where they're going to face the Astros who look... These are the two best teams in baseball. Whoever wins this series uh, between the Red Sox and Astros is going to win. I like the Brewers. I like the Dodgers. I like what they're doing. They're cool stories. But these these are the teams that are the cream of the crop right here. The series has been interesting because it's this rivalry. I don't... The, Aaron Boone took some heat for the way he handled the pitchers, which I think is deserved. I thought he did leave in Severino too long last night. I thought he left in CC too long last night, especially in today's baseball, right? Where it's so analytically driven, you see more bullpen work. Guys get and especially for the Yankees, when your season is on the line, you got to be ready to make the quick decision to make the quick hook. And say, all right. CC,
2: nice try, but we're out of here. Yeah, that's a winner. That's a winner. Go home, man. You go if you got if you have arms and you the one that's out there is not working. You got you got to go get them. I I actually tuned in late. In that there game. you go. I was there for the ninth inning, and, um, and I just thought it was man. It was like the Yankees had spent so much money. They did so much, and they had the heat like the heart of that lineup up right. Like yep. at the bottom of the ninth, um, I I just thought it was. I, I felt like they were going to get something done, and then Giancarlo goes down, and, and uh you know what I hate. Yeah. And I'm not going to break the game down because I'm not going to pretend to know baseball like that. I hate this. <laughs> oh, What's his name? What's the closer's name for the for oh, the man, bro. I hate this. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, just, that's the way he's like I'm coming. I'm bro, coming. what is that? Like I, I, I thought I <laughs> so saw it and ready. then I, he's yeah, like, he's, he's,
0: like, he's in a, like in a You know how everybody has their little quirky things, they like their, major their league. Was not like uh, Ricky Vaughn here you know what, with the, was the wild Mark thing. Jackson, this thing? Who was it? This yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That was <laughs> that was the worst. That's way worse than this. Absolutely. All right. Is Bama overrated? Don't answer it. Don't answer it. It's coming up next.
2: Underrated.
0: Best team. Alright, here's what I will say. Uh, underrated. Underrated. Hold on a second. We are getting to the point where we're actually having that conversation again. Can they beat the 49ers or could they play, win, beat an NFL team? That's when I start getting. Right. XFL. Lowdown. XFL. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, XFL. When it starts in two yeah. years, they can beat yeah, yeah, them. Really. Uh, you probably have a pretty good chance there of doing that. Um, it is the best offense we've seen without question because for the first time in Nick Saban's tenure as head coach at Alabama he has a legit franchise quarterback. Can you call him you know, student-athletes or whatever? This is a franchise quarterback in Tua Tonga Valoa. He will be playing in the NFL one day and for the first time you're seeing an offense which isn't handcuffed with a game manager. So I think from the offensive side of the football there's no question this is the best offense we've seen. The defense I still think they're they're great. Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking them, but if you were nitpicking about this team, the defense for me is harder to judge at right. this point. Yes, they're outstanding. They're deserving of their ranking, but I'm still looking at them saying, I don't know if, cause he's had some incredible defense sure. with NFL draft picks all over it. They still have to show me something on the defensive side of the ball.
2: Yeah. I mean, they could be, they could be, you know, marginally, um, less, uh, of a defense than than he's had in years past but it would be fractional and then offensively I think they've just made such a huge leap and look I went down the list of like NFL players like uh from Bama and it's littered with like you know running back running backs and receivers right so yep. I I would no quarterbacks though right so they've had all hey, of Jim this what
0: well. was the best or the best of his tenure He was a fourth-round pick, and he's still struggling to even make squad. Like, he went to Buffalo, got his chance, then they traded him away to Oakland, and now he's a backup.
2: Correct. So it is the best team that Bama's had in a long time, but but really only, and you you hit it, just because the quarterback position is electrifying. And this kid's stats this year, he's 76 for 101 uh, passes, right? Yeah. He's got 18 touchdowns and zero interceptions. So he's only got 25 incompletions versus 18 touchdowns. Like sample size through six games, what is it? Six and a half games now. Yep. But six games this season, I heard the stat it's the best comparatively speaking, to any other quarterback. Um, you pick any six games, yep. right? So you're not comparing like him playing no one to them playing someone, like any six games, and he's got the best stats by far. This this is pretty remarkable. These are video game cheat code type of numbers for Tua Tugavailoa on a on a team that's littered with like blue chip five star recruits for across sure. the
0: board. Here's where I think it's unfair. Like when you look at it, every time, and this is why this is where you have this happen, where you can have a quarterback put up these type of numbers. They are significantly better at every single position across the board, both sides of the ball, than anybody their they opponent, play, yeah, than anybody they play. Then you go out there on offense and you put in a quarterback. Guys are wide open. And I'm not. I'm not taking away anything from Tua. I hope people don't hear that because I think he's going to be an awesome NFL quarterback. Right. But that's when you see these type of numbers put up, where it's so it looks so easy. It's all like you say, cheat code. It's like you're playing and you're playing on expert mode, and whoever you're playing is a yeah, beginner. beginner mode. Right. It's not even the same. <laughs> I am curious though to hear your take on this because I think this could be their potential one thing that I wonder if it bothers Nick Saban. He hasn't played a fourth quarter. Yeah, so the most pressure he's been in was last year in the championship game, which he, he was fine. Second to twenty-six, one of the best those of all time. At some point, don't you want your team tested somewhat? Yes. And I think it's going to happen. It's like, I mean, maybe they roll over everybody. They're that good, but what happens then? Like when you're not used to it and they might even run through the regular season and it might not be those championship game again. Yeah. Maybe they're facing whoever it is, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia again. What, like I would rather see my team tested a couple times just to see how they do in that situation to get some game experience. That's the one thing I look at Bama and I think it couldn't end up hurting them in the long run. The fact that they haven't been tested at all
2: yeah I, it will though I, I generally subscribe to that um you know even with in youth sports like i i I think that you need to know what the makeup of people are mm-hmm. and not just tua but like you need to know if your o line's gonna be able to stand up and and do their job under under uh conditions like that you need to know um who people are and so getting the test early would be perfect world right um but if that's going to put me at risk of, of of losing a game and I'm tested three and four times, then I'd rather just skate to the championship and I'll roll the dice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I do. That could be if we're looking for something right. to potentially like derail them, like we we're talking about Golden State. That that could be an issue. Although I don't think it's going to be a big one.
0: Because even Gold State, like they'll have games where they don't show and it doesn't matter. They can lose again. Sure. Bama can't so they and Saban does the best job of anybody having his guys ready to go every single time out. They're a twenty eight point favorite this weekend against Missouri, who I think has a pretty good quarterback in their own, and Drew Locke. They'll probably be a thirty five point oh favorite God. when they go to Tennessee. LSU will be the game for me. It's in Baton Rouge. Yeah. That'll be the test. Physically they can match Physically up. Physically they can match up on the defensive side of the ball. The problem is LSU doesn't yeah. have what it takes offensively to put up much against Bama. So right. but I think that'll be a test for him. And then Auburn, even though Auburn is not as good as everybody thought they were going to be this year, the last game of the year, it's the Iron Bowl. That'll probably test them. Because I don't think Mississippi State is is, is going to be a challenge. Yeah. I think that's going to be a, a three-touchdown. Like, all these games, they're going to be a two-touchdown favorite in all these games,
2: which is insane. First of, first of all, I don't bet like that, but I would hate to have to bet like Right. Big numbers like that, and two is not no, even just in the take game. The cover, and then, yeah. they're
0: that good. They're they're sitting out there covering. all But them.
2: if if I'm Nick Saban, like you talked about, like LSU not being able to like move the ball offensively, I don't, I don't know how many people really are going to be able to test them like that. What I want for them is, or if I'm Nick Saban, I want to see like Danny's peer across the ball from Danny to see what Danny does. So I just want physical size, athleticism, um, and speed, and that'll be like I can I can gauge where we are with that because. I mean, quite frankly, no one is really going to push them to the limit until they see a SEC championship game. But I just need to know how you respond when we're playing our, our peers in terms of size and brute strength and so on and so forth.
0: Which will be good against LSU. It'll right. be good against Auburn. Those are the two games they'll get tested. They have not punted in the last two games. That's ridiculous. That's how sick they are. Uh, Tua has not attempted a pass in the fourth quarter. And you know where I think it could hurt Tua, as good a season he's had? I think it could hurt him in the Heisman because the Heisman – He's got two out of the three – cat that the maybe three out of four. So you have to be a quarterback. He's got that going for him. You have to be on a national championship contender. He has that going for him. You have to have gaudy stats. He's got the, the insane numbers. You have to have a Heisman moment. Right. And he might not have that opportunity because you never who, need to have who, him.
2: Who's got Here's it? Here's who
0: I think had it but lost it in the end because it wasn't his fault because he wasn't on the field, Kyler Murray for Oklahoma. Right. If Oklahoma – because he'll put up the stats. He's a quarterback. They're playing. Hopefully, if they get back into the mix because they lost against Texas – Kyler Murray had an insane game against Texas. Unfortunately, his defense couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. They gave up a late field goal. They fired their defensive coordinator. But Kyler Murray is somebody who I think could challenge him because you know, he had some insane plays in that game, and I think he could have more games down the road where he has more tight finishes where people remember that. So
2: I want to get this right. You're saying that Bama is too good for Tua to win the it Heisman. Could be. I
0: think it could hurt him. Yeah. Which is not fair. That's interesting. I'm just telling you the way the Heisman yeah. works over time. He'll probably end up winning. He's the favorite at minus 150. But if you're looking for some value, maybe take the guys that can have the Heisman moments. All right, let's get to uh, see how Hannah can make us socially relevant.
1: I have a tough question to start Ooh. this off. All right, so are you guys Drake fans? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like he's hard not to like. He has good yeah, beats. Yeah. Like I kinda like oh, See, good good kind of like him. See, but then he's kind of annoying. Was out there with <laughs> Connor McGregor and, you know, everybody that he, do t- he does too much, bro. Exactly. It's the, same
1: thing the
2: Raptors game. Sit down, bro.
1: <laughs> oh man. All right. So you guys are not going to be happy about this. But in a preview of this Friday's episode of HBO's The Shop, LeBron James dropped a video on Instagram featuring Drake and some real talk about the proper way to say goodbye to their careers. Both celebs discussed how they hope that they can leave the spotlight without tarnishing their legacies. Drake said that he worries about exiting his career gracefully after seeing people overstay their welcome lebron agreed with that one lebron also added that it's all about ending it with the same people you had around you from day one so danny raja i'm a fan of drake so i'm not knocking him here but i feel like lebron talking retirement strategies is so much of a bigger deal than drake talking about it do you agree
2: yeah i do agree and uh, the wallabies were clean though in that picture for drake yeah i, <laughs> I, <support laughs> I kind of like the those too. <laughs> um i agree i agree with lebron though i would like having your people, the same people, like and being true to who you were and where you came from, was such a huge thing for me as a player. Like I really pride myself on like having kept my 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 people with me, right? And right. not going Hollywood, if you will. Um so I took that away from what you just said, Hannah. And then like LeBron needs to exit gracefully. I feel like no rapper really exits gracefully. That's why I was going to.
0: I was wondering who is Drake throwing shade at? Like, because Eminem just really dropped a new album. He's like forty-seven. None of them. No, no, none of them Eminem can go is away. Still
1: relevant. But, ja Rule is the one who said that he was going to release an ja album if he gets like a million followers or something. He said yeah, this that the would day.
0: not be that would not be a graceful exit. That, it hasn't been graceful <laughs> for Ja Rule for the past no, ten that's years. that's what I'm
1: saying. That's a but bad like, exit.
0: But Jay Z is still good. Like, I think you can have a much right. longer career yeah. and you can still be successful. I mean, some of these you know guys are going on forever. So good friend keep going Drake can go be like Ice-T and be an actor
2: right. yeah. oh, Drake could didn't he start acting yeah. I don't have any beef yeah. with Drake I'm like but Drake like don't people don't come know. to your concerts and hop all over the stage so like when people are you know what I mean like kind of just <laughs> Be at the game and watch it. All
1: right, guys. Elsewhere in the NBA, we've got some sneaker news. So according to reports, Under Armour will announce a deal with 76ers Joel Embiid today. He was considered a top sneaker-free agent on the market. Under Armour has been hurt by a declining stock price in recent years. So Embiid was just the guy they wanted to go along with their other shoe superstar, Steph Curry. So you guys are the shoe experts here. Do you think Under Armour is making real progress in the shoe game?
0: Nah. I think they have over the last 10 years. I mean, think about how new they are to the shoe game. I'm defending under under, yeah, under right now. I don't want people be for the normal. Stock price yeah. it bumps up a little bit. Nah. No, I think they've, they've come, they've come leaps and bounds from where they were 10 years ago. Even from the first Steph Curry, it was like, Eesh. and then they've gotten better. Absolutely. I think that'll be, they got Jordan Spieth, they got Bryce Harper, they have Cam Newton, they have some stars that can give them clout. Now they just need to make a little bit better product that's cooler and get some, they need to kind of make their, their shoe cooler again so when you see kids lining up you're not seeing kids line up nope. under armor
2: shoes um my boys were wearing the steps yesterday or one of them was uh at basketball and so i, I look i don't have a beef with under armor gear like i like under armor gear but well you're not making you've cracked into a niche in the nba you've got a little bit of a foothold but you're not you're not going to go toe-to-toe with adidas and nike your shoe's not good enough okay and it's under under not right now, now. Not right now it's not i can i'm being honest
1: i have a question under armor or puma
2: for puma? what Comfort or cool factor? Because Pumas are way
0: cooler. But I would say comfort factor, Under Armour's getting better. Like, I can't think of a Puma shoe I bought because they felt good. They look cooler. I don't own a
2: pair of Under Armour's. You don't. I do not own a single pair of Under Armour basketball. I got several. Or, or, have a little hookup there. So really?
0: Have a, yeah, they have a lot of options. They got a lot of inventory out there.
2: I need, to, so. I need. I need. I need. Send me the newest pair of Under Armour if all anybody right. could. Basketball Get kicks on the new Joel and enemies. the new Pumas look pretty hot too. So I need a pair of those. Maybe I'll go out and buy them and I'll test them out. I'll let you know what I think. Right. Raja,
1: I love how you gave me enough for both Drake and Under Armour, and then you're like, <laughs> I don't have beef with them though.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no beef. I want. I want to cover my bases. I want to hedge my bet. <laughs>
1: right. <Yeah>, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all for socially relevant. Be sure to follow. Us on Twitter and Instagram at Canal and Bell. Coming up after the break, Danny and Roger run through today's leftovers. Don't go anywhere. You're watching Off the Bench.
0: All right. We talked a little bit about the uh, Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. their uh, chances to three-peed. I think both of us, if we had to bet our lives on it, we would take them. Yes. Uh, what would you put on the San Antonio Spurs? Because if you did put anything on. On them, you could win a lot of money. They're a hundred to one long shot. I would put To nothing. win an NBA championship. Would nothing. Wouldn't mess with it with nothing. Because not Kawhi's gone. If you gave me, like, what, what if you gave this? me a grand, I would go ahead and do something else with that. I wouldn't <laughs> Oh really? You no. wouldn't even, nope. wouldn't even touch it. So how bad could it get? Cause Pop, incredible run. One of the best dynasties we've ever seen. All of a sudden you're starting to wonder, alright, is something going on? Kawhi wanted out. Yeah. Manu, got, like it's just,
2: yeah, looking it's, older. It's they're kind of, the end like, of that era. Yes, I don't think how it gets, bad could it be. No, I don't think it's a situation where it gets bad like that. Will they make the playoffs? Uh, it could be that. Yeah, I mean, they could miss the playoffs. Yeah, because I look, you've got um Dejounte Murray, who like you, you need a point guard to kind of make that work in San Antonio. And if you didn't have a point guard, you always had Minor Ginobili, who was kind of a two that played the point. DeMar DeRozan doesn't really check that box. Um, you don't have Kyle Anderson anymore who is a point forward. So now you have DeMar DeRozan, you got Rudy Gay, uh you got Lamarcus Aldridge, Pau Gasol. There's still some names there, but I wanna like what's gonna drive that and I don't see them having the engine that makes that go or the type of stability in terms of guys who really know what pop wants uh, culturally to really keep it afloat. So I do think that pop is it, himself and the culture there is worth um, enough to keep them in the conversation, but surely they could miss the playoffs.
0: What kind of guys pop? Cause I, cause I, when I see him from the outside, all I see is um, at the halftime interviews, he looks like a jerk. Like I, I picture him, his, this hardcore, but then I'm like, all right, he took care of his players because I wonder, is there any part of him that's like Belichick? Because I think Belichick wears on you
2: with the Patriot way. It's hard work. You better be here. What type of dude is Pop? Much more personality than that. Is. Yeah, Pop is the we kind never of see g- that. Those guys go out and they're drinking wine. Like he, you know, he. He was on the forefront of like, guys need rest. We're not playing you. Right. Stuff like that. Like players love that. Um, <laughs> yeah. and he's got a, he, he is a no-nonsense guy on the court and he doesn't give up a whole lot, uh, in the interviews, although the, that's kind of his humor. Like that's right. kind of his, but, um, he it's is, sick. It's he, his thing he's now. a really good dude and he's really good with players and players really respond to him. Uh, they've got a really good laid-back culture. It's one that you go to work, you get your work done. This is the way we're going to work. But once we're off the court, um, you, you know, you have a good time. And so I, I don't think that he's going to have a problem wearing on people and stuff like Let
0: that. Let me give you some better odds and you tell me what you would do with your thousand dollars on this one. All right. Not going to say they're going to win the West. That's 75 one long shot. What about just to make the playoffs? You just said it. It's minus 115 to make or minus 115 to miss. So it's either or. Which, which side of the line would you put your money on? They make or don't make the playoffs?
2: I'm trying to go through the West right now in my head. I'd <laughs> probably, I'd probably, I hate to hit, I'm, I miss the playoffs. Miss. Them. Yeah, the West is loaded, man. Like, you got teams like, uh, Denver's gonna be better. They didn't get in last year, I don't think. Uh, you got Utah, who's gonna be good again. Golden State, just going to, uh, uh Houston and, right. and New Orleans. No, yeah, out. Out. Alright. Uh, Memphis. Right. And you got a lot of teams yeah. in the West that are gonna be fighting. So if I had to bet, I'd probably bet against.
0: Alright. Uh, Bengals, Chiefs have been flexed, uh, into the, uh, primetime slot. Rams, 49ers, gone from there. No Jimmy Garoppolo. You know why? it's pretty easy one dude, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. The guy is a superstar, people want to tune in to watch him. When he was on Monday Night Football, the rating was up. That's what the NFL needs. Young superstar quarterbacks, they're starting to get a lot of them. He's just the most recent dude. I'm a little worried about my prediction though cuz I said he'd have 40 touchdowns and maybe even
2: 50. Yeah.
0: Zero this past week.
2: Uh, P money. He's still- But he's going to
0: have like one of those four and five games and maybe even six coming up soon.
2: Yeah, I think I could look. I love to watch it